Hey, this is Scott Todnam, and you're listening to the Life is the Future podcast, a podcast for health education, middle school, and life in general. It's episode 12 of season four of our podcast. Here's this week's hosts, Nanye and Debo. Hello, everyone, and this is Nanye and Debo. This is uh, season four, episode 12. And today we're going to be talking about toxic relationships and family matters in relation, actual relationships on friendships. So the two guests that we have today are uh, Kai and Charlie. Welcome. Thank you. So welcome to our sanctuary. We feel very welcomed. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So although this, you could say this is a serious topic, which it is. um, But before we actually ask you any questions do you have any actual experience with any toxic, toxic relationships? Yes. yes. Toxic relationships, romantic and mm-hmm. friendship-wise? Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, <laughs> and I've also been in some. <laughs> yeah, both. So tell us if our questions hit like close to home or anything like that. Okay. okay. So basically, I wanted to talk first. Let's start define, define with, to- yeah, what toxic relationships are. Mm-hmm. And this is just the basic, this is very general, not like specific, like what exactly. we're So toxic relationships are usually when someone who you are friends with or you have a romantic relationship is manipulating you or they're using you or abusing you emotionally or physically that can be a toxic relationship it can also be like a one-sided um relationship where one person's putting way too much work and one person is barely putting any effort into making the relationship work toxic friendships can be like they always try to go without you and they try to and they leave you behind or leave you in the dust and they basically don't let you come along with them or they keep and they keep blaming you for their problems or they keep pulling you down and not letting you grow as you should grow. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then there's also yeah. family talk, uh, yeah. like toxic relationships with family and as Like well. if they're abusive, mm-hmm. like physically and emotionally, that can obviously create a lot of toxic family mm-hmm. relationships. So even I have a bit of the toxic thing. I feel like everyone has, uh, uh, it, it has ha- experienced you it. You have experienced it at least once in your life. <laughs> So the first question we'll be asking you is where do you think, what do you think are the red flags of a, first of all, toxic friendship and then we're going to a toxic toxic relationship? Okay, so we're going to start with the friendship? Yeah. Um, I feel like, like they don't include you in anything and they kind of just, like, like you said, like leave you in the dust and everything and they... Like I've had friendships where they they'll use me for homework and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. yeah, that's kind of, that's what like, toxic friendships mean to me. Yeah, and then um honestly, just for me, it's like you, if they're like, let's say you're like trying to go somewhere and they're like, no, you should come with us. Like peer pressure, basically, that yeah. is big sign for me. Mm. So like you're trying to do something, but like they want to force you into doing something else that you don't yeah. want to participate in, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and now for romantic relationships. relationships. What do you? How can you spot that? Um, okay. like a toxic relationship is if, like you said, like they're not putting enough effort into it. Mm-hmm. Like you can just tell when that happens, and then you can also tell like um, if like if they abuse you mentally and like physically, mm-hmm. like if they say something bad about like your body or something like yeah, that that's definitely that's a very big red sign and then for you um i'd say like dry texts like you're saying hi good morning how are you just like texting them like to be around them and then mm-hmm. they're like good 
Like okay. <laughs> or just K. K. Just the letter K annoys me. Like, um, try to put some effort into it. Yeah, that. put effort into your text. Especially don't if you're, like, like, an say, online relationship. That can be very... Yeah, don't just yeah. say one-word answers, please. So I don't do online <laughs> relationships. I would like to defend myself. <laughs> uh-huh. Hello. Um, I do that, okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, don't, I do it to my family. <laughs> <laughs> I do it sometimes, okay? I do, it too, I do it sometimes as well when I'm, like, especially tired or it's yeah, in the morning. Or I'm annoyed. Yeah. I'm just annoyed. I'll, that's like that yeah. I get. Is that like, oh, I'm looking at me eating? If, like I can't write mm-hmm. paragraphs. Like, like, say, like if nothing's K. fine or if everything's like normal, then just like please take something <laughs> more than K. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so another question I would like to ask you guys. Uh, not me. <laughs> <laughs> you can wait, please. Oh. You have the whole wow. Wow. All right, okay. Nanye. Anyway. <laughs> So, <laughs> okay, basically, uh, I want to ask, has anyone ever kind of told you before the relationship ever actually turned toxic, whether it be, we're going to family, family's a huge other matter, okay. yeah. but whether it be another friend who isn't toxic, who's been friends with you for like a very long time, or maybe even your own family being like, hey, doesn't this feel weird to you? Mm-hmm. Things like that. Has anyone yeah. ever warned you before you go into that relationship? Um, yeah. Yeah, a lot. So actually, these two did it before. Yeah. Um, it. I should have actually listened, but then I was like, yeah. You know, it's fine. It's fine. We learn from our mistakes and we yeah. grow from them. So definitely did. Yeah, <laughs> we definitely did that. All right. Um, last year I went into a relationship with someone that I shouldn't have. It lasted. Like, not even a day. <laughs> he also Just asked me out over a video game. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that, was my, that was my first red flag. That's what my friends told me not to get into. No, but if a guy asked you out when you're playing a video game, that's why we were just playing the video game. We were I mean, playing around. They're just like regular. She's trying to hit like an aerial or something. And he's like, she's like trying to hit a dude. Why do you want a date? No, he asked me if I was still talking to this one guy. It was actually this year, I think. But he asked me if I was still talking <laughs> to this one guy. And um, I said no, and he said, "Well, do you want to go out with me?" And I said, "Not really. <laughs> I dated this guy before, actually." <laughs> oh my god! Well, that's wanted, a big red flag. Yeah, for me. So that's don't go human. back to your exes. Yeah. You never like, no matter like what they do, don't ever like personal personal experience. Don't ever go back to your exes. No. They think, if, like, if you could also, if you could still be friends with your ex, there was never love there. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. You still be friends with your ex, there was nothing there ever. Exactly. So. So. Okay. Now that you've said that, so we want to branch up into the family stuff because, to be honest, I experience it. Everyone experiences in some way, shape, or form uh, family problems. What can a family member do to you that can ruin you mentally and physically at the same time, and they won't like realize it? Being very controlling, like let me do me, please. Like, I get it. You're. You've raised me for the past 14 years, but it's now time for me to make my own decisions, so mm. living was, your life through your kids is yeah, a good It's thing. not really a good idea. Mm-hmm. I feel like there are multiple layers in what a parent can do to you mm-hmm. that can hurt you physically and mentally, but also emotionally. Yeah. So an example of this, I feel, would be when a parent loves to disregard your emotions. Yeah. So. This isn't speaking from genuine personal experience, but it is the uh, whole 
when, even when an outsider does this, when you say, "Oh, I feel really sad," or "Oh, I don't like how I'm feeling right now," or like, you're stressed, or you're stressed, or you, it's just a normal little emotion, and then they say, you're "Not just, get over it," but they insinuate. Or that. like they say, like, yeah, "Oh, like, you're a kid. You can't be I'm sad." Like man up. Or like man yeah. up and noise. And so like, and they're like, "You're a woman. It's fine. You have hormones." And I'm like, "No, that's just not me being hormonal. It's me having normal emotions." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then, and like. Man up. You can't just man up. Toxic masculinity is not it. It's definitely not it. So, the question I want to lead into. Okay. Although mentally and emotionally kind of go hand in hand, Mm -hmm. how has a parent's behavior or actions affected you more emotionally than mentally? Um, I don't know, because... Emotionally and mentally, I never really think about like emotional. I mo- I mainly think it's about hard. mental. <laughs> it's hard to like. Yeah, on. yeah. It's 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 like a hard concept to grasp because yeah. like you don't understand like the difference between mental and emotional because it feels like the same thing. Basically, oh yes, they go hand mm-hmm. in hand. So feelings wise, this is what I'm talking about. So, for example, um, you're angry at them. Or you don't want to talk to them, or, or or they said something to you, or you know that really hurt your feelings. But you're, but here's the thing: you're not allowed to say no. How? Okay. Explain that feeling, like mentally, just how it feels when you realize you literally cannot say no to your parents, or you can't express your emotions fully towards them. Yeah, that's how I feel with my parents. Like I feel like I can't say no, or like, like it's mainly my mom. But, like, I feel like I can't say no because I really don't want to hurt her feelings. Mm-hmm. And my dad says that that's kind of a problem because I need to learn how to say no, especially before I get into relationships. Yeah, because, like, if you want, if you don't want to do I could get s- hurt. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I can't really say no to my mom, so. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, it's difficult because you don't want to disappoint them and you want to you make them proud, but that can also put a lot of intensive pressure on you and stress. The another question I would like to ask is how does respect play into um, a parental relationship? Respect goes both ways. In my opinion, respect goes both ways. So your parent needs to respect you and you need to respect your parent. Like they can't like I understand if some parents want to go through like your phone or something like that. Mine don't cuz they they like they'll respect that I have uh, that my privacy. But like some some uh kid some of my friends like their parents will go through their phone and everything like that in the room and it's it's not very respectful in my opinion because you can't go through someone's private space like you're there like a kid's room like everyone knows this a kid's room is like their own private space where they can go they can be angry they can be happy they can be sad it's you you don't have a right to go through it yeah it's um so i've seen this sometimes um honestly it's like the fact that the motto I've lived by my entire life to earn my respect, you have to give me respect. And that's how I trust people. Because mm-hmm. if I know they respect me, then I know that I can trust them. Yeah. Um, and it's very hard to trust a parent if they're trying to invade your privacy. Like, because like, you can't like trust what mm-hmm. they say or what they do. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's what prompts a lot of kids to hide things. It's the mental Yeah, yeah. it's the area. mental. It's, like, yeah. it's and they mentally start lying. kids and down and they start mm-hmm. lying. And they, and they start, start like and they, they start, start keeping things to himself, and then that's when 
like a lot of mental problems yeah, like stir like, up. That's that's how yeah. drug problems start. Like I don't know if I can say this on here, but like that's how like it's drug, fine. Yeah. Like it, it's that's how like drug problems start. That's how drinking yeah. problems starts because that's how they let out their emotions. That's how they cope. Because and then parents think parents think. Why did my kid start doing this? Well, you're the, you're the reason. You're, you're the reason. And then their kids start sneaking out because, like, they know that their parents are not going to let them do anything anyway. So mm-hmm. they'll just, like, do whatever they What's want. The point? Yeah. Exactly. So here's a statement. I'm going to ask you if this is true or false. Parents create your insecurities. Yes, that is true. 50-50. Y- um, yeah. It can be, but also with all, some of my insecurities, it has been random people online. It has been... Toxic friends, so 50-50 can be parents, yes. Okay, let me ask you this statement again. Your parents know how to hurt you with your insecurities. Yes, 100% true. Um, my parents, they probably know how, but they choose not to because they yeah. think about, they think, they try to think about your mental well-being. So this is basically what I wanted to show, like, through the family, like fam- familial toxic traits sometimes mm-hmm. it happens in a lot of families and sometimes you just sit your parents are just like no i'm not going to come after what they're insecure about because they're my child I'm yeah i'm going to do like, that like that's, that's gonna, the exact thing that's that going to mentally deteriorate she, she says like i understand that you're insecure about this i'm trying to fix it but i'm not going to come after you for it okay i'm going to ask you a true or false question friends and both family can give you physical and mental or emotional problems and when you talk to them about it they'll make you feel like you are putting more pressure on them that is true true. yeah 100 percent. yeah it's a mental state it's what their thought process is like i feel like i could tell my parents anything and they'll understand me and they help me that it's it'll like they'll it'll be okay and stuff like that People sometimes say toxic people attract toxic people. Good people also attract good people. Bad people attract bad people. Kind of like, yeah. or like uh, toxic zigzag kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So here's one thing I want to ask: If your parents introduce you to a friend that then becomes toxic, how do you think of that? Like how? If you're looking through that logic. Um. I don't quite get the question. Okay, so your yeah. your parents introduce you to like a like a family's friend, and that family has a child, and they're around your same age, and you yeah. have to become. They're forcing you to at this point like become friends, uh-huh. but later on, like you've made a good connection, but later on they show their true identity or their true selves, and like how toxic they are, and they start manipulating you, using you, and start like. So they like change. Is it like something? So like they good? started off good. They ended it. Yeah, they they had a facade and then they like show their true selves. So, so they show they show like like the Yeah, so how would you like would you break off the friendship? Because if you break off the friendship then you have the family. Yeah. parents. Yeah. So I would you, I would honestly just talk to the parents first, say like, Hey this he or she well you they um they are not being like they're being toxic. They're being Manipulative and now think that kid's parents side. Would you think the kid parents would want to believe that? No, they wouldn't. But I mean, honestly, tell your own parents. Like, yeah. say, hey, this can I not be friends with the kid anymore? You can still be friends with the parents. I don't want to be friends with this kid anymore because they're manipulative. I've had a problem. Like I, I talk to my mom about everything <laughs> a lot, okay. and um, like I have a friend 
um, sometimes we'll have like rough patches, like you know how you and your best friend sometimes they'll you'll fight or something yeah. like that. And me and her have had a few rough patches. One of them was over a boy. Oh, don't ever get into that. But yeah. like, <laughs> I've had a problem. Um, we it was her ex. Yeah, oh do goodness. not recommend. Mm -hmm. And it kind of tore us apart. Mm -hmm. And Girl, don't go yes, I understand that now. <laughs> but but it was just a it was a rough patch because she would always bring it up all the time. Like even when we tried to have fun and hang out or something like that, she would always bring it up. And I told my mom about it, and my mom understood me, and she understood that it was a problem. And yeah, and our families have been friends forever, and I didn't want to have to bring that up or anything like that. Mm. So it was kind of difficult, but like we got through it, and now she's like my best friend. That's good. Mm -hmm. Do you think sometimes your parents attract toxic people? Yes. Yeah. yeah definitely. Why didn't you just ask? That? <laughs> I wanted to go philosophical. There's, there's so. like family friends that they'll attract, and you just get like a terrible vibe. Do, would off of you them. tell oh, them oh, that, that they're toxic though, and like tell them, or yes. would you? <laughs> yes, just straight away. <laughs> Thank you so much. For, for being, like coming even on being there, here, coming bringing, on here, bringing your insight, bringing your creativity. bringing even personal thoughts into this, it's been very insightful, like and it's <laughs> and we thank you for thank you we thank you for like coming here. Yeah, no thanks problem. for inviting us. Th yeah. yeah, thank no you problem. for yeah. inviting us. Okay, thanks to Kai and Charlie for joining Nanye and Debo this week to talk about relationships, both healthy and unhealthy. The eighth graders really helped define toxic relationships, or at least what that means for preteens and teens. They gave an explanation about a toxic relationship and the effect on teenage life, and they really went into detail. Um, we always warn our, our hosts and our guests about giving too much personal information, but the details do help for any of our listeners out there, no matter what age. So they discussed red flags and relationships. You heard them talk about family interactions, also the pressure to please parents. Um, they talked about a little bit about social boundaries, respecting privacy, trust versus dishonesty, things like insecurity issues and rebuilding friendships. They even got a little bit into dating as a team. I'm really thankful for the eighth graders' viewpoints and sharing everything that they did this week. You know, so many times adults, including teachers and parents and guardians, are telling young people how to live, you know, what to think and how to emote, how to be into a, a relationship, no matter what type of relationship. So it was nice to hear directly from the mouths of our eighth graders today. What I have for resources this week includes one item for students, one for parents, and then one for teachers. So be sure to check those out in the show notes right after listening. In there includes some links about frenemies and toxic friendships for young people. For parents, I've included some information about teens and romantic relationships. And then for teachers, I've included an educator's toolkit from loveisrespect.org. We will continue to create. We have just over a month left of school, so we're going to get out as many episodes in this season four of our podcast this school year as we possibly can. So please stay tuned for more episodes. Also, you'll see in the show notes pretty much every week is a chance to support what we do. So if you like the Life is the Future podcast, first things first, a review goes a long way. Please take just a few seconds right now to review and rate our podcast on whatever platform you're listening to right now. Beyond that, there's a chance to help us out with a little bit of funding in case you have it in you. You'll see something as cheap as 99 cents a month, and that will go straight towards providing this opportunity for students in the future. 
No matter what, we appreciate the listen and we hope everything is going well for you out there. Until next time, thanks for tuning in.